This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. You're tuning in to another episode of Real Spit No Swallow, where we talk about everything from politics to pull-out game. It's your girl, Miss <clears throat> Brittany Patrice. And it is I talking shit, Zoe. Let me say this, Brittany. Um, say that, Zoe. Go ahead. You're, you're starting to sound very, very like maestroist. You know what I'm saying like a like a DJ, like a, yeah, like a like a host, like an MC. Like you sound really, really good when you speak. Thank you. Uh, I just wanted to give you that because uh, thank you so much. Black girls rock, right? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. Though. I'm not about to start this with you today. We have a great show ahead. Um, I got a lot of stuff I want to get off my chest, as well as talking shit, Zoe, as well. I'm sure. Mm, um, I always got something to say. Always. The um, highlight of this week, well, before I get into that, let me just say, JT is home. JT is officially home. <laughs> Who? JT. City Girls. Who the hell is that? <laughs> Anywho, most that are listening, my girls, they know who JT is. JT is officially home. She's the other half of City Girls. She was Young jail, Miami. She Huh? She was in jail? Yeah, she was in jail. Oh, man. Was fucking on some scamming ass, rich ass niggas. Fuck that. Wendell Brown is home. Wendell Brown is home as Fuck well. JT. JT but, yeah. and Wendell Brown For are sure. home. Yeah, Wendell Brown would be more important that he's yeah, home. Salute to that brother, man. That's However, some, um, that's some shit to go through. It's just great freedom Hell for yeah. both of them. I think he got the grays in the beard now. He, Anywho. <laughs> He's he been going through it in there. He see did. He's, he got, he, what, he came home. Uh, Exactly three years from yeah, when he went to they jail. To so, four, but yeah, so that's that's a very, 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 very great thing. I wonder what what's next for him. Like, how's he going to? Uh, Man, they better get that nigga a book deal, a fucking movie, some shit. Like, I saw him on Fox too. He was talking about he kind of like just chill. Like, I'm sure he's affected, like majorly, of course. But he is concealing it very well. It's not on the forefront. It, he probably just a nigga glad to be home. Like, yeah, that, yeah, of I course. Mean, I'm sure. So the first it, it, thing it, he ate, his grandma made him a Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, for sure. I say he ain't ate like that since he been over for there. Sure. So I that's know. What, that's what I'm saying. He probably that nigga probably really is chill because he's like, bro, I'm home. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying like I don't even give a fuck about shit else that didn't happen. Right. I'm right. here, so you know. Yeah, it was a long time coming. So yeah, definitely shout out to him. Yeah, welcome home. Um, bro. Another big thing that happened that's been on my mind every single day is this damn Botham Jean. Is it Botham or Botham? I thought it was Botham. Well, whatever. It's short I. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> I've been saying Botham. But, it, ain't it B-O-T-H-A-M? Yeah, but it's a short I, B-O-T-H. But Botham, the pronunciation of the name. Oh. I could be wrong, but. You're probably right, though. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, so the Botham Jean case where... Of course, the story was he was in his apartment chilling in his drawers. In was the, he eating ice cream? Eating ice cream. Eating ice cream in his drawers. In the and this bitch, Amber Geiger, came supposedly, went to the wrong door on accident, thinking it was her apartment door, disregarding the red rug that was at his door. and Disregarding um, disregard the nigga in his drawers eating ice cream. And she she basically killed him. She that's what exactly was. she murdered him, cold blood, like no reason behind it, nothing. She murdered, like it. It sounds so crazy when you say it out loud, but 
Literally, does it, does it sounds it? absolutely like shocking. He chilling in his apartment, eating ice cream in his drawers. Somebody comes to the door thinking it's their apartment. It's not even shocking. And, no and shoot and kill him. It's like not, It's not shocking no more. It's I feel like they just find I think ways. they don't want it to be shocking to no, us anymore. No, it's, it's not shocking. Not to me. I mean, because it, it's they just find different ways and avenues to kill niggas and make it seem like. Correct. I think so, too. But I think this is really building a, not purposely, but a defense mechanism for us, for us not to take this shit as serious because we keep hearing about the shit on a regular basis. And this situation, he wasn't driving. He didn't steal nothing. He didn't, wasn't selling cigarettes. He wasn't selling CDs. Like, how the fuck do you still get killed and you're in your apartment Watching TV, in your drawers, eating ice cream, chilling. Not a threat to no fucking body. I think, I still think this whole situation is some complete bullshit. The objective is to make people with black skin seem so weird, like we're predators. Like like we're the bad people. You know what I'm saying? So, But it's like, how in this situation, how? How? Kill this nigga. I honestly, I still, I said this from the beginning when I first heard it. I said, I think they may have been dating or they was fucking around and he probably cut it off with her. She being a white girl, like, you know what? You don't cut it off with me. I'm the police and blah, blah, blah. And I think she has something against him. If it wasn't that situation, I think they exchanged words, probably some bullshit words via neighbor. I didn't didn't really follow the trial. Did, Did they like pull up any text message receipts or anything between like was there any type of well that's the thing i have been looking into that i couldn't find anything about any history being established and i'm like i know the i know the lawyers had to bring the, you know what i'm saying i know right. that had to play a role the only text message i heard about was she was texting her partner her and her partner was fucking they had some type of you know friends with benefit right, shit so, going on so you would so, think if if, if my if if he and her were fucking around, there would be some type of text message dialogue to exist. It, that, yeah, it would have you, to be, but I haven't heard anything about that. And I didn't, when I was researching, I couldn't find any information. Mm-hmm. So, of course, um, the situation, she was found guilty. And her being found guilty, that actually was not a big deal to me because my thing is being found guilty is one thing, but what you're sentenced with is an even bigger thing. And unfortunately, she was only sentenced to 10 years, which. Ten, they were asking for 28 years for every year of how old Botham Jean would have been. And they only got 10 years, which 10 years to me is nothing. She'll still get out. She'll be, what, 45 when she get out? Because she was only 30. I think she was 34, 35. She's not going to do 10 years. Yeah, she's not going to do 10 years. But she, Yep, so she'll get out around I, I th- 40. I think, she, I think she's eligible for probation after five. And she'll go ahead and... Um, you know, pick up where she left off, living her life. She won't be a Dallas police officer, but I bet I guarantee you she end up being a police in another city. They can't. They can't. They, you can't do that. Possibly. I mean, possibly. Legally, you can't do that. Pot. We don't know the full laws down there. I know when people, even here in Detroit police, when they have situations, which I'm not sure how serious the situations yeah, are, being, they're no longer police in Detroit, but they'll go and there'll be a police in I've some another city. If you, oh, if I have. You, I know convic- for a fact. If you're convicted of a felony? That, I'm not sure, that's, because it could be more serious. A, a felony or murder, especially, is way more serious. But I've heard of situations that I know of they might have just got that fired. with the Detroit police, well, you're fired because you do something wrong, right, but no, no, whether you, it's a... No, being fired and going to jail for being a criminal and being convicted of a felony are two mm-hmm. totally different things. Okay, she, so again, prison, right. that's more serious. Right, so I'm but sure. I do know, we can't assume, 
I do know that police have stopped me in Detroit police and went to another after getting in trouble. Actually, you know what, damn, I can't even say that because I'm not sure if that was a felony. But anyway, but I know in situations it can happen. So I don't know in the situation if with her being convicted of murder and going to uh, going to prison if that'll be happen. I mean, if it's an option for her. But who knows? By the time she get out. You never know, who what, fucking knows. Yeah, what the world may be. Then. Who fucking knows? So anyway, so um, in that situation, everybody was in an uproar um, because they showed video of the guy, her, the um, Bosom Jean's little brother. And the judge. Her little, his little brother first um, saying that he hoped nothing bad happens and he wants her to find Christ and he forgives her. And niggas is just too. Forgiving. I thought the shit was photoshopped. Like I thought it was a somebody edited the video because <laughs> I was like, "What?" Niggas is just too forgiving. Like man. what? Like I get it. You want to walk with the Lord and you want to be a Christian and all this good stuff, but maybe he's not done with me yet. But absolutely not. And I actually, when I was watching it, when he asked, could he give her a hug? I'm thinking like maybe this is like a. Like he gonna psych her out and still blow her shit out, like cause that's that's some shit I would have did. You know what I'm saying? I do the thirty days in jail that you gonna give me for blowing her shit out. But in actuality, the judge wasn't even supposed to allow contact, so really that probably would have fell back on the judge. But I thought maybe that's what he was gonna do, like psych it out, blow her shit out. Right. But he didn't. He actually embraced <clears throat> her, and I'm like, this is a legit hug, like. Bitch, this is a legit fucking hug that you giving this bitch that killed your fucking brother. I said, if I was that brother, I'd haunt the shit out of him. Like I said, niggas is too forgiving, though. Like, like I think it's like, more like, to that. No, well, no, I mean, when you think about it, though, like, like niggas are carrying on beef amongst other black people for years or to somebody dies. But when it comes to, like, us and white people, man, like, niggas forgive shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, for, we, we, we forgive it too quickly with them. But not enough within ourselves, within our own culture. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you look at that, it's like, man, this nigga, this white woman just killed your brother in cold blood. Right. Fuck this bitch. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, like you, you see the judge hugging her, you see the cop stroking her hair. I think the the dad got on stage and said, you know, at some point in time he hoped they can be friends or some shit. Some mm-hmm. some I read about that. And it's like, dog, like what I the fuck? Know, like, where where does that come from? What type of strength is that? Even though I do know. For you forgive people for yourself because the, this bitch she gonna a, go. It's a for that. Is it? Is it Oedipus complex? It's something. Uh, I forgot what it's called, but it's it, it's pretty much when, like 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 you for kind of give you forgive your oppressor or the people that have done harm to you. So I forgot I forgot what it's called though. They were saying Mike Vick had it. Damn, I had to look it up. I mean. You know, I forget shit. I'm hot too, so you know. I can tell. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So that was really, really interesting to me. Then it, they said, um, would it have made a difference if they would have showed that the judge also, the judge hugged Amber Geiger, then she and she also hugged Botham Jean's mother, and I'm like, first of all, I just. I don't think in that situation. I know as a judge you have to be neutral, but. I would rather you not have hugged anyone as opposed to hugging somebody for it to be one-sided or, you know what I'm saying, they feel like you slated as a judge and blah, blah, blah. Don't hug nobody. Don't provide any contact, especially you knew cameras are there and you knew how I feel like they knew how this was going to play out, you know what I'm saying, in the media. You just don't never see that happen in any other trial. Absolutely not. You don't see the judge walk up 
to the motherfucker that's convicted of the crime and embrace them. It's like, why does this just get so much love? Never. They wouldn't do that shit for me? Never. Never. And that's why I'm like, if the shoe was on the other foot, if he had accidentally walked into her apartment, my thing, let's back up. How the fuck do you walk into the wrong apartment? Because they were showing people in the apartment complex were showing how the doors closed. They had them doors that, you know, those weighted doors. When you walk in, you ain't got to push it. It automatically closed by itself. So how, how would the door have even been open? How did your key work for this door? Like, it's just so much shit where I'm like, I would have really liked to be in that damn courtroom. Hmm. Like the whole time Cause I'm still like Just mind boggled On top of all of that Two days later after the sentence um, Joshua Brown Who was the key witness In the whole situation In the whole trial Was killed yeah. Shot in the mouth in the chest And they're like he didn't have any em- enemies He went to work You know he was a father. Actually, the mother of his child posted his son is was turn is turning one years old, one year old in three weeks. And I'm like, is this a coincidence? That's some spooky shit. I said no, and I, I honestly I don't think the Dallas Police Department should be in charge of his case. I really think a federal investigation should be open because this cannot look suspicious just to people on the outside. All right. This got to look suspicious as hell, even if this is a situation where maybe he has some affiliations that people don't know what about, it, what it, but what, still. Do you know what he testified in the in the, uh, in the case? Like I said, I didn't really follow it. What do you mean? Well, you said that he was like one of, that he was one of the key witnesses, you know, so I'm not. So his from his standpoint is, I believe, or is that the girl? Because it's another girl who done lost her job who was involved, um, who recorded the situation after she heard the gunshots. But I think his was um, after he heard the gunshots, he opened his door or something. He lived directly across the hall from. From both of them, both of them? Yes. Okay. And um, so he was one of the witnesses where he was, you know, saying what he saw. Right. I mean, at that point. <clears throat> but they even said, like, on the trial, she they don't feel like she lied about anything. And with bits and pieces I saw, I thought she was being very truthful. She said she knows that the intent her intent was to kill. And I'm like, but how you intend to kill a nigga in his drawers in his apartment? Like, at what point did you realize that that wasn't your apartment? After you had shot and killed this man? Oh, this is not my apartment. What he doing here? Hmm. Like, that makes no, it still makes no yeah, sense no, to me whatsoever. I don't, I don't really get that case either, man. It's, I mean, it just sound like a bunch of bullshit. I mean, she really just killed the nigga. I'm, I'm really just trying to figure out what the, the real motive of it was, though. Because it wasn't an accident. Yeah, I um, um, that's I guess that's something we may never know. But I'm sure when she gets out, she'll write a book. Get paid, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like a motherfucker. But you know what? And on the other end, these people who commit these crimes, if they have any bit of a conscience, people think they just go on and they live their life all hunky dory. I honestly think when they say karma is a bitch, karma is a bitch, and these people who fulfill these kill these people they look they have to look over their shoulder for the rest of their fucking life because they know they're guilty and they know they create they committed a crime not in self-defense and i feel like if they have a conscience these motherfuckers will never sleep for real again for the rest of their life you ever notice how how there's never no story of anything happening bad to them niggas so like, think about George Zimmerman. George Zimmerman went on and continued to do more fucked up shit. Right. After he killed Trayvon, and the nigga still walking and breathing. Right. Like, don't nothing seem to ever happen to them kind of people. 
after they do the shit that they do to somebody else. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They could do some sort of egregious and some malicious to somebody and get away with it. It's like, it's never really no street code to get them niggas back. Like, it just don't never seem to happen. I just feel like it's all it's so much black on black crime, but it's like, uh, y'all don't never come across these motherfuckers. That's what I'm saying. Niggas, like, niggas is forgiven. And, um, well, I cannot remember the, little, the guy's name. He was a teenager. Uh, was it Oklahoma or Kansas City? One of the two where he was killed in the middle of the street um, by the police. Oh, I, I remember his face and I cannot remember oh, his Mike name. Brown? Yeah, Mike Brown. Yep. Mm. I remember his face, but I couldn't remember his uh, name. Yeah, a situation like that. Like, y'all in the hood, like, <laughs> so was, nobody. That was, a, that was in Missouri. Missouri. Yeah, I forgot the name of the city. Okay. But it was in Missouri. I'm thinking Kansas City, Missouri. Yeah, those are they about the same. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's just like, who who's in charge? <laughs> who, who's in charge for the revenge? Even though I know we're not supposed to seek revenge and yada, yada, yada. But who's in charge of the revenge? Nobody. That's why it don't happen. But, and then it's like, um, <clears throat> I know not too long ago someone had, got in trouble because they were saying if, if people just start killing police left and right, then what will happen? Well, you know you, you know, some of them cops got killed in Dallas a few years ago. Yeah, I remember hearing yeah, about that. Yeah, so, I mean. It's kind of like, I think right now, honestly, again, um, coming from parents who were in law enforcement, now is probably the worst time because not all police are bad police. But now is probably the worst time to be in law enforcement. I, you know, I don't. I mean, I think it's always been like that. I mean, you yeah, think, it's you always about, never you been a safe job. You period. About, you think about the early nineties, like it was issues with the LAPD and the NYPD. You know, what I'm saying there's always been issues with police. Mm-hmm. You know, so niggas. I, I think now it's just more so on the forefront because you have the social media and these camera phones and that kind of thing. But it still never really seems to be no penalty against it, against them for the shit that they do. Like, don't nobody hold them accountable, and it's been like that for years. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't really I think it's pretty much the same. I mean, even like I like I said, I, I look at how the world is now and people say that the world is changing and it's different. I mean it is, but the way the you know, the way the United States looks at black people hasn't changed at all. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Whether it be slavery, whether it be Jim Crow, whether it be civil rights movement, whether I mean, whether it be the crack era, whether it be what's going on now, like just blatantly killing motherfuckers on camera. Like mm-hmm. The world is the, the United States have always been cruel to us. I don't really think it's shit is really changing. Period, whatsoever. I think we're more accepting of like other genres. You know what I'm saying like the the alphabet people, what they call them, the, the alphabet, alphabet people. boys, yeah, whatever. So, LGBTQ yeah. community. What's the Q for? Is that queer? queer? Ain't that gay though? Yeah, it's just a. I think it's another term instead of saying fag. You say queer. A slang term. Oh, so queer so. is like the spicy gay people? Yeah, okay, I, guess. Okay. I guess. But yeah, so like, I think, you know, like the world is more accepting to them now, but then that's because they generate a lot of revenue too, mm-hmm. you know? So they thinking, you know, a bigger picture as far as the dollar, but when it comes to us, ain't shit changed. Right. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no, you, nothing. I think it's definitely more obvious how animals' lives <laughs> mean a Real lot shit. more. Real shit. Than you. You'll see niggas going to jail 10, humans. 15 years for killing the police dog. Yeah. I know people had made a what? big deal about the uh, guy who was sentenced to 45 years for killing a police dog. Okay, so so this is the- this, 45 this years. This is the other thing. Though. So when I see shit like that, 
It's like forty five fucking so years for killing a dog. You see so many articles on Facebook and shit like that. It's like the shit be so weird. It's like I'm I don't even know if that's if that was real. I saw it. Mm-hmm. I even googled it, but I still was like, this can't really be real. You ain't giving a nigga forty five. So years you were shocked, correct? Appalled. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't appalled. <laughs> you a nigga, you that's, nigga still. that's still appalled. <laughs> I, said, Man, but, I still kind of don't think that's real. Forty five like, fucking years. I don't. I got it for meet. killing a dog. I got to meet this man. Like I don't even. I still a don't. dog. Amen. He ain't help wash dishes. He ain't help fold clothes. He, he ain't drove the kids to school. A motherfucking dog. But of course they said, well, a police dog is just like a police officer, a human being. No, the fuck is not. No, see, it's not. You see, they gave Mike Mike victim years for killing the, for the dog fighting. Correct. You got a nigga like Ben Roethlisberger who been raping bitches. Right. I ain't been to jail. I that's think he got cool because they probably like, asked to be raped, like, so they like, like yeah. That's I think cool. he got suspended for like four games or some shit. Right. Raped two, not yeah. one but two bitches. They asked for it, yeah. and that you know that's that's the standpoint. They asked to be raped, so you know those dogs didn't ask to be to fight against each other. Nigga, they can't talk, so they ain't asked for shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh my goodness! It's just like this world is not funny, but it's like it's not fucking funny. But you all right over there? If you legit, you okay? What do you mean? You just, I don't, you know, you you seem so passionate about this. I just want to make sure you okay. <laughs> if you all this shit that happens on a day to day basis, if we literally allowed it to penetrate our brains and think about it all day, every day, we would drive ourselves fucking crazy. So I have realized it is a defense mechanism to a certain extent where it's like, damn, this happened again. But it's like this whole situation, I'm like, no, this is some bullshit. You know, I want to move to Texas, but it's like it's a lot of shit that keeps going on in fucking Texas. And Florida. Texas and Florida. Two states that I love to fucking visit. I just came back from Florida. And I will say, I went to Destin, Florida, and it is definitely racism down in Destin, Florida. Man, the niggas. They don't want us down there. I went for the white sandy beach, okay? <laughs> and they're like, this is our white sandy beach. You go to the black sand beach. Very fucking rude. Not all of them, some. But yeah, this shit is just. I don't I don't even know what else to say about it. Like I don't know what to do. I don't know what else to say. I just really feel like it needs to be a federal investigation. And actually I'm supposed to go to Dallas tomorrow. Like You going? I'll think about it. You going. Well, I'm going for business. Right. But yeah, it's just like I don't know. I don't know. It's interesting. But on a better note, Tyler Perry did a um uh, grand opening to his Tyler Perry Studios. Did you see that? Yeah, I saw that. So here's my thing with that. He did this grand opening. He did uh, back when, I think it was the Oscars, Emmys, whatever it was, when he did his speech and he said, while everybody was fighting to have a seat at the table, I was in Atlanta building my own studio. And I, I was one of the people, I'm like, yes, yes, that gave me motivation. Go on ahead, Tyler. But then you still doing interviews, still talking about why Hollywood doesn't accept you. Fuck Hollywood. Nigga, you are Hollywood. You know what I'm saying? You a whole different Hollywood. You're you're doing the same thing that Hollywood people that you've given jobs, actors, actors, you they look at you as Hollywood. 
why are you still so concerned about the real Hollywood, the main Hollywood or the traditional Hollywood not accepting you? Nigga, you are it. You are black excellence. You you up there to me with Barack Obama. I mean, you, you can't, <laughs> you know, you can't really. I get how you he feels. Yeah, you can't, you can't. However. You can't, you can't critique a motherfucker based on some shit that bothers them. Like, it clearly bothers that man. Let him vent. Okay. Let you vent it. Yeah. But at the same time, let it go. You're not about to keep saying the same shit over and over. That's for anybody. Tyler Perry, you, Jason, whoever. Once you get the shit off your chest, quit fucking crying about it. I mean, I hear you're, you. You're there. You are there. I Fuck Hollywood, okay? I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> you didn't create your own line of um, stars. You didn't gave stars to your people that's been in your movies and shit. Nigga, you are it. Fuck them. Yeah, he is. Even though he they studios can fit dress. inside your studios. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, I nigga the truth. Even though he be wearing them fucking dresses. And the thing is, sick of that shit. He is, um, damn, I lost my train of thought. Fuck, I hate when I do that. Come on, Brett. Well, I lost it because <laughs> I can't remember what I was about to say. But anyway, it was my fault you lost it. Nope, wasn't your fault. I'm about to say, I didn't even do that. It wasn't your fault. Um, but yeah, I lost my complete train of thought. Anywho. It'll come back to me. You was talking about Tyler Perry, the studios, and the the stars that he got. Now he black excellence, and he need to start whining. And uh, how whenever we get it off our chest, we need to shut the fuck up, whether it's me or Tyler or Jason. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Did I bring you back yet? No. (laughs) Uh, I don't remember what it was I was getting ready to say. Damn, it'll come back to me. It's probably going to come back to me shit in two days or something. That's why when I'm talking, I got to keep going. I can't be interrupted. I'm getting old. I have to get my point across. <laughs> I'm sure I'm not the only one like that either. No, you probably is. No, I'm not. I mean, that's kind of the purpose of dialogue is for other motherfuckers to get their thought out too. But not to over talk them. That's the thing. Don't interrupt the thought. Who? You said I interrupted you? I didn't say you did. Oh, I just I, said, you know, I'm about just to saying. say. Don't say that. I've been listening to you. You, you know what I'm saying? You, you have to sit on your chest. Are you familiar I, with stocks and I investments? Like, I feel like Fraser, a little bit. Fuck. What with do it. you know about stocks and investments? Uh, you make money off of that shit. Mm. Anything else? <laughs> uh, what you want to know? I mean, you got to be specific. I would say this. I would say when, when doing, when investing in stocks, investing in anything, you first thing you should do is research your competitor and your market. And and see, um, you got to you got to you got to invest in a market that's consumer friendly. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, meaning like you know it's going to always generate some kind of income. I think shit like like um, I think at this point, short term investments that actually actually yield you some type of return are things like property. Uh, I wouldn't say stocks per se because you know the market be up and down sometimes. Right. And I think that's kind of the long game. So, I mean, I know a little bit, though. I fought through it a little bit in college. You know, my degree in finance. So, you know, I fuck with it a little bit. Not you should like fuck with it a lot more. It ain't really, I ain't really interested in it no more. That's why I don't fuck with it. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, I made some money off, off in stocks and shit when I was in college. But, you know, then the market went fucked up. And I kind of just got away from it. Not yeah. knowing or you did know, like, that's what it does. It go yeah, up and down. Yeah, but you know. That wasn't like 
my thing though. It was just something I was I was kind of good at it. Maybe I should go back and fucking with it a little bit though. Probably I made a couple I mean, dollars. You know. So I just recently I this is like my third time, but now I've actually started using. I downloaded that Robinhood app. So. In addition to downloading the app, I had already been doing some research on stocks and real estate and all that stuff. And I think the rate of investment is better on real estate, but you have to invest more with real estate. You Uh, know what I'm saying? Than you do stocks. Depending. If you got a team, if you got a team of niggas, then I'm saying you don't really have to invest more. I am my team. So it's just me. I mean, true. So with the stock, I mean, like I said, it, it kind of depends on what you're doing. It depends on how much money you got and how much money is, how much disposable income you have to invest. You know what I'm saying? So if you, I mean, like, like there's the, so I, I got a homie, man, I bought a crib over on like Outer Drive and like Alter Road or Casual, somewhere over there. Decent crib. Mm-hmm. He bought it, I think like through a land bank or some shit. So he paid like nine or 10 grand for the crib. Mm-hmm. He invested like another 15 grand into the crib. I think he got it appraised. It's like like a like a hundred and ten thousand now. This is like a two year turnaround, right? You know, so if now you got, he got a, is he gonna sell it? No, he gonna keep it. Oh, okay. But it's just the fact like he was able to come up like that off a of property, just like that. So right. I mean, it's it it just it it just depends on what you got to invest. Correct. Because I mean, you know, if you got twenty five grand to invest, then that ain't really a lot of money to invest to you. Where to me or you, you know what I'm saying it might be a lot. So mm-hmm. you know. So with the Robinhood app, I was looking and it gives you all these different types of um, basically different stocks that you can invest in. So, of course, it gives you the top names that you do know. Right. Right. And it don't really give you you have to keep reading through to find the other companies who are doing great, but you may have never heard of them. Right. Right. So I get the research in them. And it's like a lot of companies in the cannabis, you know, because that's still, that's really big. And I'm kind of getting in on it on the end part, but I was reading it. I'm finding out people who done already made hella money, invested $25, 30 $40, and just left their shit there. And it just, you know what I'm saying, kept growing. You get the option to, right. you know, get paid off of it when everyone is, I think every month or quarterly you can choose from or whatever. Some people who just literally left it started with that forty, and who up now like twenty twenty five thousand dollars off of forty dollars in a matter of three four years. Yeah, I'm like to me that's pretty good just to start with forty and just leave that shit alone. It I, was forty dollars. I did you know I, I did a stock pitch for uh, a cannabis co- company when I was at Wayne State three years ago, mm-hmm. and the whole class was looking at me like I was crazy. I'm saying, but I'm like you know this is a booming field now, mm-hmm. and, and a lot of these states are decriminalizing marijuana. Across the board, so that like that that revenue is going to continue to you know generate like that's a consumer friendly market. Everybody mm-hmm. smokes weed, right? You know what I'm saying so yeah, that's that would definitely be a good stock, right? Uh, medicine, anything like so. We also did a stock pitch for CVS, and another thing when, when doing like stock pitches, you want to look at like business affiliation. So when we did the stock pitch for CVS at that time, they had acquired maybe like fifty mini health clinics. Um, Target, mm-hmm. so you know their their prescription company, their pharmacy pharmaceutical like chain, right? And now you have these mini clinics, right? So that's you know that's that was a merger acquisition, whatever. That's going to make that stock go up over time. Mm-hmm. So, so you have to you just kind of got to properly research whatever you go invest, and like like think from a mind of a consumer. You know I'm saying, would you buy this if 
if you had a, if you, so the marijuana thing is fairly new right now. Right. You know what I'm saying? So there may be only two or three marijuana pharmaceutical companies. If you have the opportunity to get in on a, on a, on a ground floor or something that's going to appreciate in a few years like that, mm-hmm. you got to do that. You know what I'm saying? At that at that time, the buy-in is real low. Right. And the chances of, you know, yielding a, a, re, a positive return on your investment are higher. Right. Like it, it might take a minute for that to happen, though, but, mm-hmm. you know, just got to let the money sit there. Well, I definitely want to know of more stocks and if anybody knows of any good stocks to invest in. I don't have thousands and thousands of dollars. However, I got a couple 20s, a couple 30s, 40s, 50 dollars. How how, <laughs> how quick of a return are you looking for, though? Um, are you just looking for something to just kind of I'm just looking possibly to, appreciate over exactly, time? Exactly, over time. Like, let's say in the next year, three years, five years, you know what I'm saying? Something like that. But, you know, with that cannabis thing, how is it that, what is it, I think it's legal now in 11 states. Uh-huh. I wonder, if it's, illegal, it's illegal in 11 states, shouldn't the people that are locked up for selling the shit illegally be released from prison now? Well, I mean, that's that's like the logical way of thinking about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, has anybody, do we know anybody who has brought that up to the states that it's legal in? I've, I've, heard, I've heard of, like, people getting out of jail for, like, low Do we got to wait for Kim Kardashian to do it? Like, you know, <laughs> we're her working with the lawyers and stuff. She's been, she been putting in work. She's been putting in work. She's, she's, actually, she's been the face of, you know, yeah. the work that's being done. But still, I get it. But it's like, this shit just don't sit right with me. Yeah, but that's been brought up a couple times, though, for sure. It's just... That shit, you know, everything, shit like that is kind of get just swept under the rug. Right. and But I came across a dude where he opened a dispensary, but his cousin is doing 17 years, I believe he said, in, uh, I can't remember the state. But the state that he's doing the time in is a state that the shit is legal. And I told him, I'm like, well, do you be, you know, putting money on your cousin books and, you know, shit like that? Because I'm just thinking if my cousin locked up for the shit, now I'm doing the shit legally. Like, bitch, that's kind of a slap in the face. And it's supposed to be your man, your cousin. How, how is that? that You're not helping your cousin? And you, this your bro, this your cousin, this your man's, yeah, and all this yeah, stuff? I, I like, hear, I if you're doing good, but that you ain't gonna really be. That, I mean, what you got locked up for, how I make my money, ain't that ain't, but that's, see, this that is ain't the thing. my fault. This is the thing. When motherfuckers be eating good, if I'm selling drugs and doing all of this, and I'm doing real good, and I see you often, and I always throw you a couple dollars. Yeah, but that's it. That's I get fucked up and I go a, to jail. That's a different conversation. But now you doing what I'm doing, that's not because it's legal. That's a different conversation. Though. No, it's the same conversation. It's an extension of I'm, the original. Saying, okay, but did you ask him, did his cousin look out for him? Yes, that's where I got it from. Oh, I didn't, I didn't, you didn't <laughs> that's say where that. I, I didn't, but that's where I got it from. So if he then did all of that, why wouldn't you? Oh, yeah, and even sure. if he didn't, if he didn't do anything for you. Niggas be having bills, man. You don't know what that man over here is. You, 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 you. Let me tell you something. In the in, in the state of Illinois, you have to have four hundred thousand dollars liquid, clean money in an account to even to, to even qualify to apply for a license to open up a dispensary. We're not talking about the thirty thousand dollars fee to get the dispensary or the thirty thousand dollars application fee. And I think it's like a hundred thousand dollars to renew every year. Like you have to have all that liquid legally. To, that, op- to open up a dispensary. Mm-hmm. So that overhead in itself is a lot of fucking money. You know what I'm saying? Like I 
Like if you got 400k liquid in an account, I know that ain't all you got. You or or it could, but it, it could it could also be somebody else's money too. Okay. Right. So you can't you can't automatically assume because he opened up that dispensary he's doing so well. You it's a lot to go into that. So he could maybe only have, let's say twenty five thousand, but he had four hundred thousand. He's working with someone who had four hundred thousand right. liquid to open up the dispensary. Right. Right. That's somebody else's money, though. That's 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 definitely a um. I guess what's the word I'm looking for? The agreement between that because if you're using someone else's four hundred k. It ain't just your name on it. You know what I'm saying? Like, there has to be, you have access to it. But, I mean, yeah, I get it. Business-wise, you might not be able to just pull money out or whatever. you don't necessarily have access to it. Trust me, I know. So, this would be. I know know a nigga that owns a dispensary. Nigga, you you the face of this shit. It's my money, but you the face of it. I know a nigga that owns a dispensary. That sounds like a bad business deal. I know a nigga that owns a dispensary in Detroit. You definitely don't got to have 400K in Detroit. You got to have 250K. Oh, I don't think that's true, because these motherfuckers. I'm, so that's why they're that's not why, legit ones no, popping up. And that, that's why you see a lot of these Chaldeans that own these dispensaries, because they already got the cheese. I'm telling you, me and this man had this conversation. He had to he had to use his wife's dad's money. His dad, his, her her dad was like a, an accountant, older dude, so he had the cheese. Mm-hmm. So we put his money up, and and he had to go before the board. This, so he could open up the dispensary in his name. Like that's how they like everybody. So it's two fifty here and it's four hundred in Illinois. It's definitely four hundred in Illinois. So it's damn near double in Illinois. And they they just decriminalized it earlier this year. So I guess because it's it's a new thing. That's probably why the price is so high. But you gotta have you gotta have that kind of cheese on deck to open that up. I wonder what it is in L.A. Shit, it might be half a million in L.A. Might be. Hmm. I, Interesting. That's why, like I said, when you if you go into these dispensaries. Most of them are owned by Chaldeans because they already got the cheese. They've been running. They come over here and get money. They get tax breaks. They 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 come over here. They get stores and gas stations. So they already got the cheese. Mm-hmm. So they could open the motherfuckers up. We ain't got the cheese like that. Like 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 a lot of us don't have that. A lot mm-hmm. of them got that. That's why it, when you go into a dispensary, it's Chaldean. It's Chaldean. It's cool ass Chaldean with some Cartiers, thinking he a nigga. Cause he's, he's so a, do you think we don't have that type of access to stuff like that just because we're black or because that's something we don't venture out to go into? Everybody, that's what I'm, you gotta, you gotta understand, like, people don't have 400, you have, you have but, some. Okay, this is my question. Let me ask Why it. wouldn't black people have a 400,000? Have you, do you know what's been going on the last 400 years here? I, I absolutely do. Right, that's so why. So is that, we still going with that? We carrying that over? That shit is real. I get it. Every, like, like when, you, when you've been oppressed for so many years, you, it's, you, you starting below zero. Okay. Like, we, we, we are born into poverty, broke. Okay. You, you disagree with that? I mean, I wasn't born into poverty, so just thinking for me. Middle, yes. middle class is pretty much broke. <laughs> Like real shit. Like just because you you could make it and pay a couple I, of bills and I do some it. shit. Yeah, like I get what you're saying. That's still but broke. My thing is, <laughs> I get that's where we we've been we've been oppressed. But I still think with the right mindset, with reading, education, however that goes, there's still ways that we can move forward and we could have 400k in the bank. 
Now let's go back behind that. That might come from how you were raised and what type of, you know, when your parents don't know, they don't know what to tell you because we've already discussed that plenty of times, right, you right. know. But but a lot of times them 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 white people when they are born they their parents know what to tell them and they got tea set aside for that child. So at they, what point they're, in time they're, do you take over and be like, okay, well let me figure this out for myself? Well, you, well, you 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 got to think for so many generations we've just been trying to get by. Right now, you know, so like we was talking about with Clint, this is kind of like like millennials are on this entrepreneur dream chasing type shit. So we're attempting to do that. But if you think about, you know, saying our our parents and our grandparents. They 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 was content with working at the plant, mm-hmm. just just to be able to get by. Like that's good money to them, back in them days. Right. Where you know what I'm saying, white people have been preaching ownership, doctor, lawyer, all that type of shit for so many years. We're kind of just getting on that, and then trying to we're trying to go beyond now. But we wasn't on that before. This is a new thing for us. So, you know, when you looking into shit like owning a dispensary, a motherfucker, people who got that, that's like. That four hundred thousand typically, that's like a generational thing. I'm saying their families kind of established that. We ain't got that. That's why we can't just open that bitch up. If it wasn't so hard, like you got to think, niggas can grow weed. If it wasn't so hard to open up a dispensary, you don't think that it would be dispensaries everywhere? Like you said, that's why niggas was opening up illegal, illegally ran dispensaries because it's like you can't afford, you can't pay this to the state, even if niggas got three, four hundred thousand. You got to prove where that money came from. That shit got to be legal. Mm-hmm. That like that has to be legal money. There has to be a paper trail leading to that. That's just sitting in the bank. Then we got all these other fees, and we ain't even talking about inventory. Mm-hmm. Like that shit is cheese. Hmm. I would, I would love to open a dispensary. Must weed I smoke? But how? I ain't got four hundred k. I don't. What steps would you do to get four hundred k? That's gonna take a minute to get four hundred k. What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is like, when you have the, a lot of times when it comes to us, it's not that we don't have the ideal, we don't have the capital to execute that idea most times. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker have a multi million dollar idea or could want to open up a dispensary, but it's like, you got to have that cheese to generate that, you know, it takes money to make money. Mm-hmm. We don't be having that. Okay, so I get it. We don't be having it, but I'm, what, what do you do to go about getting it? Okay, so so I like when when does that click and say okay, let me put together a plan so I can get this money. So like I said, I, I think now with this whole entrepreneurial wave we're on now, mm-hmm. I think that's one step forward to that. You know what I'm saying? Because you I see you can't you can't own a boat working for a motherfucker thirty years. Mm-hmm. Not, not, not like a not a boat boat not a with the boats and the holes not a like a yacht. You can't own that working for somebody. Mm-hmm. So you got people that's dreaming and, and seeing a bigger picture. So they're willing to go through the. We grinding for that right now because we both know we can't do shit working for somebody else forever. You right. know what I'm saying? You think about granddad working to plant 40 years. Broke down. Got a little money put up. Can't do shit. Mm-hmm. Don't own nothing for real. Might got a couple dollars to buy some Jordans for grandkids. You ain't got shit for real, though. Mm-hmm. So now we- well, That I, might I, be the issue, buying a couple Jordans instead of- Buying like when I used to work at the bank, they come you're in there. The point. I know, you're I get the point. This is the thing. The I'm not agreeing with you. I'm, That's the thing. I get what you're saying. Other, other, other I get words, what you're saying. Words, I'm saying you got money for trinkets. 
I get what you're saying. But that, that you. example you just used about Grand... It was an example that you just used about Granddad buying the Jordans and shit. But if Granddad would have had more sense back then, and instead, like, when I worked at the bank and the grandparents would come in buying their kids CDs and shit, I didn't know what a CD was. I thought CD was what went into the damn... You know what I'm saying? Right. The stereo. Certificate of, Certificate of deposit. And they was putting money in money market accounts and shit in their names. It's just... It is a difference. I get it. Right. I get it. Right. Our granddads was buying us Jordans. Their grandparents was buying them certificates of deposit. But but the thing Christmas. is, okay, so so but how much money was they putting in them CDs? Um, well, minimum was five hundred dollars, so it'd be like five hundred or more. Okay, but so but typically, if it's if them white people coming to put money in them, because I worked at the bank too. If they put money in them CDs or the money market accounts, it's a couple grand. Yeah, it's minimum a, money market was like twenty five hundred, twenty five thousand. It's, it's, it's some tens of thousands. So we're talking about tens of thousands. We'll say fives of thousands. And so I got I got the new J's for Christmas. One fifty, ten grand. You are you? I don't even that. If, if, give me that one fifty grand. That that ain't shit. Let me stunt for a minute. There we go. What? What? That's, that was a, that's more important. To us, no, what, but what I'm saying, we're talking about. We're, you get what I'm saying? So it's not. It's not it, it, but why not take that one fifty instead of putting it in some fucking shoes? And you still could have put it towards something else. I'm just. I'm saying, as opposed to shoes. I, this is. But this is. It's a trinket. I can see if we're talking about like. Okay, we're talking about them kids that had all the Gucci's and all that shit. All the all the new shit. Okay, I see. But I'm talking about. That nigga who who did get on his report card, granddad, I want the J's. I want no fucking money market account with one fifty. I'm gonna spend that. That's gonna be gone. What the interest rate is point zero zero two percent. Yeah, now it is. It really wasn't popping like that then. I mean, it was in the twos, threes. <laughs> Let me see. So, right. So, if I I put one fifty in an account, let's say it's three percent. That's that's four dollars and fifty cent a year. I'm making. That ain't even value. I can't even go to Coney with that and get a cheeseburger deluxe with chili and cheese on the fries. Granddad, give me that 150. Give me a couple extra dollars to give me some nice Nike socks. I need another dub to get the five for 20s. I'm good. Now, if we was talking, I got 10 G's, that's something different. So that ain't really, it ain't really that, like, like, it's not that it's so much different. It's just we don't really have shit. To even really save like that, you know what I'm saying? Like, 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 if we had money to save like that, then that would be a more comparable argument. But like, shit, it's hundred and twenty dollars. Come man, take that, man. Take that, man. Go, go treat yourself. That's what I'm gonna save for you. So you go to college, you got four hundred and seventy dollars. <laughs> I'm just gonna get this loan for you, cuz what that four seventy gonna do? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Buy you some soap, a couple of towels. PlayStation, refrigerator. Come on, man. Come on. <laughs> no. I used to watch them, them Chaldeans coming to the bank. And like we you know, they'd give you a check and be like, what can I do with this? And the check would be like 70 grand. It's like, yeah, this is some extra money. Extra money? I just need something to do with it. Give it to me. <laughs> Fuck this thing. Fifty thousand, man. I mean, it's it's not it's not even no. No, like I said, we got the we got the intellect and all that shit to do the work. We just don't got the capital. If I have four hundred grand, 
I'ma just end this and I say have a couple that whole I definitely disagree with, but that's cool. We'll maybe we'll carry this We're, on maybe to the see, next one because I've been what? reading up on this passive and residual income and all this shit, and it's just things that I'm just like, yeah, I kind of knew about this stuff years ago, but now I'm just actually applying, putting in the work and reading into it and stuff. Right. But I, I guess it's not a fair argument for me because I. I've had these opportunities, you know what I'm saying? Right. And I didn't take advantage of the opportunities 10, 15 years ago when I should have. So well, I'm, I what get I, it. What, I, what I'm saying is like. I get what you're saying. Yeah. You ain't got to repeat it. Yeah, I what, get what well, you're no, saying. I'm just, I'm just saying like, I don't, I don't think we should waste money. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of times we don't, some of us don't have no money to waste. It's just like, damn, man, I've been working all fucking month. I just want to go get some J's. I paid all my bills. Bought food, got the kids something, baby mama on my head, get some checks. It's only a buck twenty. What I'm gonna do with that? Next week, next month, I'll buy a stock. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But today, I'm buying the J's. And that's that. I might be able to flip the J's for 240 Investment. I could put the J's on StockX. Well, <laughs> That makes more sense, but I mean, but I'm just saying, you just never that's know. not your original thought process. Well, no, when you I, didn't saw, I, I, didn't, I, I didn't saw I, everything for sale with me. Anywho, coming to an end of another episode of Real Spit No Swallow. Except this pipe, ladies, you can't buy this. <laughs> Make sure you're following us on Instagram, Real Spit No Swallow, Facebook, Real Spit No Swallow, the YouTube page, no Real Spit No either. Swallow. Myself, I'm the Risky Experience on Instagram, up close and risque. Oh, yeah, make sure y'all um, hit me up for your Sweetest Day gifts. If I got some single or smitten Sweetest Day sales. So if you are single, I got something for you. If you're smitten this Sweetest Day, I have tons of items for you as well. Um, Zoe? Hold on, so. Zoe, what's your Instagram name? Hold on, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. So the smitten shit. Are you are you selling products for men to come by for women or for women Both. to come by for men? Both. Okay. Either or. So, like, what kind of products do you sell for men? It's a whole uh, an just, array of different products. I mean, aside from just throw a couple out. Foreplay items, um, roses. It's you can go to riskatreasures.com actually and look at the different items. Riskatreasures.com. Chicks buy niggas roses. I mean, if they creating a intimate setting for the both of them, you sell flowers. I sell, they're not real, but yeah, oh, okay. the fake rose petals. Oh. Uh, yeah, talking shit is on the ground. Fuck with me, follow me, love me, hate me. Just just do something. <laughs> fuck what you do. Make sure you subscribe and you like us on our podcast outlets too. You can hear us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, any podcast outlet basically. Subscribe, like us, tell us what you think about the um, podcast. And we will see you on the next episode.